Hello and welcome. I'm Shashank Mehta, founder at thewholetruthfoods.com and you're listening to the Whole Truth Project. So hey guys, today we have with us uh, Nitin who's the founder of uh, Zeroda, India's largest brokerage firm. Zeroda recently turned unicorn, but unlike all other unicorns, this one wasn't built on venture capital money, it was bootstrapped, uh, which is just such an amazing and inspiring story, but but that's a story that everyone asks you about Nitin. So, so we are very stupid and we don't want to talk about any of that. We want to talk about Nitin's fitness journey and what role that plays in enabling him to do what he does. So welcome Nitin and thank you so much for being here. Thanks Shashank for having me on this <laughs> and considering me fit by the way. <laughs> oh, we'll come to that. <laughs> it's no longer a matter of debate. <laughs> okay. So, I think Nitin, we all know how fit you are and uh, I know this will embarrass you a little but but recently you posted a, a, <laughs> let's say a not fully clothed <laughs> on, and Twitter went ballistic uh, because before all this uh, you know all of all we knew that uh, that you're a god uh, given how you bootstrap Zeroda into a unicorn but after the photo we realized that you're not just any god you're a Greek god. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, like fun and jokes apart, I actually want to start there just to ask a personal question because I I have been a very, very fat kid, fat teenager. So I'm very uncomfortable with my own body and I know a lot of people are. Uh, and, and I know that you're also very camera shy in general. Like it's tough to get you on video calls. Uh, how did this happen? Like what led up to the moment where you decided to share that pic and what was your thought process? Right. Yeah, so so I think uh, so. Last year has been tough, right? As in, uh, on a lot of us, and uh, so when uh, I got back to office and I started, you know, meeting a few folks in the office, I realized that everyone's put on a lot of weight, uh, and and it was it was kind of getting unhealthy, as in it's not just you know one or two kilos, right? I mean, people adding, you know, their body fat percentages going up by ten percent and so, right? So what we did in, in the office was we have an open challenge running. So everyone has measured a certain BMI in, uh, I think it was in November. And then there's a BMI target for August. August is our anniversary, you know, and, uh, and we are having a lottery, right? So you've said that, uh, no. so whoever reaches the target, uh, we're going to pick up a lottery and give away 10 lakh rupees, you know, and I mean, it's more than the money it is. It's actually, uh, you know, just this whole competitiveness of uh, what's happening to everyone's body weight and BMI, etc. That is running in the office. And, uh, and I, I also added a lot of weight. Uh, I think I added like eight, nine kilos during, uh, you know, just being, I, th- I think it, it was more to do with diet than anything else, you know, so you're sitting in the ho- house all the time. And uh, like one of the strategies that I adopted post that was to just stay away as far away from the kitchen as possible. Because you stay next to the kitchen and you're screwed types, right? So, so yeah, so, so yeah, so leading up to that day, you know, uh, I think uh, there was a lot of talk within the team about, you know, this fitness and how do you reduce weight? How do you stay, you know, how do you stay clean? And I was generally working out, I think from, I cleaned up from January, I think December, you know, November, December around the same time, I cleaned up my diet, etc. And um, so why did I share it? I still don't know. I mean, it was, it was, <laughs> now it's become a meme of sorts, right? As in, <laughs> like, uh, it was very instinctive and maybe a little uh, like, you know, I was thinking to myself, what was I smoking, sharing this on 
<laughs> I mean, I get it on Instagram, but sharing on Twitter, LinkedIn, and all that—it <laughs> came right after the uh, Chamath photo. So a lot of people <laughs> compared it to that also. I don't know if you noticed. No, no. I mean, I think I think that photo. I I didn't see it. I didn't realize that he had posted something like that until someone, you know, you know, they made a meme out of this, and then they said Chamath and Kamath and stuff like that. So, <laughs> you know, and. Uh, <laughs> I uh, like actually I met a friend whose mom is on my LinkedIn, and um, and she apparently showed my post to her son and said, "See what's happening on LinkedIn nowadays." So, <laughs> you know, so so I don't know, I don't know if it was the right thing or wrong thing to do, but uh, but I think I think it's just generally, you know, I think it was important. I think it's important to for people to have this conversation around health and fitness because, you know, in this especially in the community of founders and entrepreneurs etc and it's very easy to get carried away with work and and lose focus on that and uh, and there have been disasters right i mean there have been you know so many health disasters in the community because of that so uh, so yeah so i mean i mean at the end of the day i was like okay even if i turned out to be a meme it's okay as long as if it created some consciousness amongst a few people who saw it to maybe clean up their diet and work out that that works you know so no, listen I, i messaged you saying that uh, it was inspiring for me that that you know and you're right all of us or at least a lot of us me included fell off the rails uh, during the lockdown for one reason or the other and uh, and it was a serious jolt to say and i'll talk about it in in the later part of this conversation also that that if you can do it uh, then what's our excuse but but i want to uh, lift the hood a bit on the exercise front and we'll talk both about exercise and food but first on you know when you said i cleaned up and i started working out both tell us a bit about your uh, routine like give us a bit more of detail like when does the workout happen is there a goal behind it do you have a trainer just give right. us more detail right Yeah so the thing is uh, when i was a kid i had this whole asthma wheezing problem right and uh, and it was quite bad and uh, i you know i realized that the only way around this is uh, cardio you know like in the sense i keep myself fit the the odds of the attack happening is lesser so so i i through my life i've generally been into playing some kind of a sport and you know basketball football whatever it's something where you know my cardio you know vascular kind of you know i get a proper cardio exercise starts and and that has been also because of selfish interest because i i you know there have been phases where if i don't do anything for like two or three weeks i, I get the wheezing thing again and so i'm almost i know that i can't stop it because i stop it i'll probably get you know i'll get the wheezing issue so uh so yeah so i I've, i've always uh you know done some physical activity you know and and there been it's not been one constant thing it kept changing when i was younger it was a lot of basketball i hurt my knees then you know because i couldn't play basketball i started cycling then uh i started cycling then i uh at you know i used to love swimming so i did a like you know i started triathlons for a bit uh then in between all of this i also there was a phase where i was trying to put on a lot of muscle so as a lot of heavy lifting i was doing so uh so yeah so it's it's uh, like through my life i've i think from the time i've been 14 15 i've been doing something in terms of fitness where i've really lacked was my food right as in uh, uh so yeah so i mean uh, because i love my uh, alcohols i love my 
chocolates. I love my. Uh, so you know, it's it's very tough when you love food so much to you know because there is two things, right? One is looking fit, and one is being fit. Right? And not everyone who looks fit is fit, right? Uh, uh, so I I personally consider that I've generally been a fit guy. Like you know, if you speak to anyone who's played a sport with me, I'm usually the guy who gives it all, and you know, and I survive the longest. So. Uh, but yeah, so it's uh, uh, currently the way, the, I mean, for the last three, four months, uh, the routine is I try to get my workout done first thing in the morning. So I get up at 5.30. I mean, I get up around 5.15. I work out between 5.30 to 6.30, 6.45. Uh, because it, the thing is, you know, this whole work from home, I realize that you postpone it for later. Some, you know, some call, something you get uh, carried away. Uh, second, what I've done is, like I said, you know, I've, I, this is on the ter- in the terrace of the house, uh, so it's it's uh, two floors away the kitchen. So if I want to go pick up something to snack on, I have to go two floors down, and it's almost like a like like a hack to get around that whole binging uh, thing. Uh, I have a lot of whole truth bars in the house, so I stopped. <laughs> you know, I stopped uh, uh, in all my I'm at least being con because I have a sweet tooth, so I can't not stay away with sweet without sweet. So so I'm just. You know, making a healthier choice. Uh, from Jan first, I haven't had a drink, so you know, so that's helped significantly. So you know, because what I realized was um, in this whole cleaning up, the problem is your chances of doing mistakes are higher after you have had a drink, right? And then you know, you start off saying, "Oh, let me have a glass of wine," and then, "Oh, maybe pizza." You know, so so I mean, <laughs> the way to stop it is just not have that wine. You know, you know, but but my idea is. Uh, was to do it for like three to six months and then uh, then see if I can do uh, everything in moderation. And uh, I try to have my dinners fast. So by 6.37, I had my drink, you know. Uh, one thing I've always struggled with is sleep. Uh, I think because sleep is an extremely important aspect of uh, all of this, right? And uh, uh, so for the last two, three months, I, I try to turn off all my devices by like 8.30. Uh, 8:39. Then I'm usually trying to listen to an audio book or podcast or you know read something or play some music, something like that. No, so, so it gives me some time to kind of because last year the other thing was that right. I mean you're constantly like you know you're constantly thinking. You know like you're working till 9:30, 10, 10:30, 11. You go to sleep. You know even in your sleep, you know dreams. You're thinking about business and work and right. So uh, and all of that was actually actually I think together you know creating this whole like a place where you're, you know, I, I was feeling at least miserable almost, you know, so, uh, so yeah, so these were some of the changes that I've helped. Uh, yeah, this year I've gotten myself a trainer, uh, uh, you know, and a nutritionist, because uh, this is the first time in my life I've done this, uh, because what I realized was, uh, like, you know, like, you, you tend to have certain ideas which you stick to, right, like the way you work out or the way uh, you eat your food, right? I mean, we all do our Google search and you know, we come with a certain conclusion. So I thought it's probably uh, a, a good idea to go give uh, a shot at someone who can push me to think differently. Uh, and uh, so the nutritionist, I'm following almost every, everything, but every Saturday, Sunday, there are, you know, there are missteps, you know, so, but it's, it's uh, those missteps also now is healthy missteps. So in the sense, if I'm junking, I, like, you know, like yesterday I had, I think, two and a half whole truth bars. When I was playing poker yesterday night, so. You know. Absolutely fine. Don't let anyone <laughs> tell you that there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
yeah, it was one energy bar, one, uh, you know, one coffee, uh, your coffee protein bar, and then one chocolate, almost one. So it almost three bars over a four hour period when I was playing poker. So it's, uh, yeah, that's how, that's how my life is around just now. Got it. And, and on the, like the trainer led exercise front, what's the uh, routine like? What are you doing nowadays and what's the goal with which you're doing it? Yeah, so uh, I okay. I try to get some cardio also. Uh, the trainer is generally helping me with weights, and I think my posture. Because as you grow older, I think you know you can't afford to take a risk with bad posture. You know, like you know, if you're doing your deadlifts or you're doing whatever. So it was, I was getting a little bit of joint pain last year as well. So I thought maybe my posture is not right. So the idea with the trainer was to make sure, I get, I, you know, he doesn't. And if he's around, you know, he, he makes sure I don't just go bonkers in terms of suddenly, you know, like, you know, there's some days, you know, where when I used to work out, a rocky music is running. And then suddenly, like, you know, without warm up, you want to go, like, lift as much as you can. Right. So, so he's, he's kind of bought in a lot of, uh, uh, you know, sanity there. Uh, so, it, like, it's actually a very interesting workout. It's a really one hour quick workout. So, it starts with an animal flow, you know, which is for like 10, 15 minutes. Uh, it's extremely intense. It's almost like, it's like yoga, fast forward yoga, right? As in you're just kind of, you know, constantly uh, in, a, in a posture. Then uh, I, you know, there's a, like a body part per day types, you know, uh, uh, whatever lifting some weights. It's a lot of compound exercises. So a lot of deadlifts and a lot of uh, pull-ups and, and things like that, you know. So, and then uh, I do stretching because I think as you grow older, stretching is important. I do like 10, 15 minutes stretching towards the end. Uh, in the evenings, I uh, I try to get 20 to 30 minutes of some form of cardio. So uh, one of the other good things I did once the lockdown opened up last year was got like a mini little basketball court of sorts in the house. And uh, so I, I've loved basketball through my uh, through my life. So uh, so yeah, so I, I listen to some music and I go shoot some hoops around you know, 5, 5.30 in the evening. Uh, it just, you know, is a, is a good break from during the work day, right? A lot of people think that, you know, like you need to work continuously to, like, you know, I personally think it's, you know, when you take the small breaks in between work, you, your efficiency actually improves significantly. Right. And uh, so, yeah, so I try to take a half an hour break around 5, 5 in the evening and uh, get some little bit of cardio. Either I'm swimming, cycling or playing some basketball. You know, so. Got it. <laughs> and, and in the tweet, you'd mentioned the, the body fat goal for August is 15 odd percent. Is right. there a similar goal on the, on the training front? Like, like, are you motivated by, I want to do a, like this much of a deadlift or, or a handstand? No, 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 no. <laughs> is there one? No, I mean, no, I, the thing is, uh, I, uh, I want to do a muscle up, like 10 muscle ups in a row. Uh, it's been always, you know, uh, I can't do one. Just Wait a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I know. I mean, I've, I've managed to like do a three, four, you know, so, uh, so I haven't yet done a one. So, uh, so muscle ups. No, no. I mean, I don't really, I mean, I think there's, there's how much weight you want to lift. I mean, those are vanity numbers. It doesn't really matter. It's about um, just keeping your workouts interesting. I think with the trainer, what's happened is he's, He's constantly changing workouts every two weeks, three weeks. So it's, it's, you know, you're not in that whole, otherwise the rest of my life, right. I used to work out a certain way, right? like, you know, chest biceps or, you know, shoulders, triceps and stuff like that. Right. So uh, he's brought in variety and, and all of that. And uh, 
also he does a very interesting thing you know every end of the workout is a hiit thing you know so it's a uh, it's either minute or minute or it's one of those arm wraps or it's uh, tabata you know so you you get your heart rates to 140 150 for that uh, and over for that one uh, 8 to 10 minutes kind of a thing and i think that burns crazy amount of calories i think like that 8 to 10 the, the bigger thing is i think uh, when you finish at that peak yeah. uh, it keeps burning for a long time after correct so, absolutely uh, the the tapering down is much longer no well, i think i think it's like you know i personally feel you know you carry that energy through work for the rest of the day right to the As day it, yeah you know you're like you just got one thing right in the morning like you know i was listening to who's who's talk was this you know very uh, you know this this guy was in the military and he talks about how folding your bed sheet first thing in the morning right because you did that one thing right when you got up right and you're just setting up yourself for the rest of the day uh, and and this for me this 10 minute thing has become like like the thing you know like i'm looking forward to it cuz i'm all like pumped up at the end of it and then you know i come and i like you no know, like let's get this day kind of bring it on yeah <laughs> no oh, absolutely and i think can't agree more on the trainer front uh, i i actually had tweeted a while back that i spent 2 lakhs uh, on personal fitness including a trainer and that blew people's mind and everyone was like oh 2 lakhs so much i was like you spend 20 lakhs on a car that right. you will you know discard in 5 years right. and you think spending 2 lakhs on a trainer is that and and actually a trainer changes the game right a you outsourced motivation he is going to make sure that <laughs> you turn up and do stuff and you outsourced planning this fellow is planning everything for you you just need to show up and do the work so i think it's a super no but i think i think i think generally right I, what i've seen is uh we don't like delegating stuff in life right so we enjoy all those cheap things you know and and the real way to grow in life is by delegating you know like even if you, if i think about a business right the first five years for the last five years i think the reason the business has done well is because you've given responsibility to the right person to do the right thing right doesn't and you know you can't be thinking about i think like you know i, I don't know why i took so long to do this you know ideally i should have you know uh, because i know the current trainer i know him for like 15 years as in you know we used to you know be in the same gym of sorts i don't know why it took me 15 years to ask him to come train you know but uh, uh but you know a nutritionist actually uh, like one of those things uh, you know like she got the first thing she did was got you know that like a, you know all this test done to figure out where your deficiencies are and stuff like that so i never realized my vitamin d was as low as it was and and generally my understanding after that was that indians generally have very little because we don't eat too much red meat and and right so like out in the sun is as it is low calcium correct. is low so absorption is lower and red meat is low so we have all three things correct yeah so you know supplementing vitamin d or you know all of that you know i mean it's a uh, uh, yeah so i mean like i said i don't think we can google search for everything now <laughs> so, yeah. tell me more about the nutritionist so what's uh, her or his approach her, her. her approach and and how has that changed uh, the way you're doing nutrition and food now yeah so you know in all of this actually you know one of these days i'll probably share my wife's trick because uh, it was is it's, it's whatever is happening right now is all thanks to her so she uh, you know like she had this whole goal of getting like really really fit and she's a proper fitness freak right now and uh, uh, because it's very tough for one only one person in the house to be health conscious you know when it comes to food 
because you no, know, I can't be eating healthy stuff. And you know, yeah. if you have you know yeah. someone eating pizza in front of you, I mean, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, so I think uh, the key in all of this has been her because uh, and she is she's gone quite bonkers over the last six months. And um, uh, but yeah, uh, so she also ensures that our food is clean because that's very important, right? As in, uh, so uh, the way we are doing this right now is like just to give you a day's you know, kind of a schedule. Uh, right after workout, I, I get up and have coffee, bullet coffee, just before workout. So you know, uh, just to get things going. And uh, post workout, I have oats with some proteins, uh, like a whey protein. Uh, breakfast is is egg whites and vegetables, um, and uh, uh, and I have a tender coconut uh, water with my breakfast. Uh, around uh, noon, I have like a like a fruit juice, like a berry juice, like you know, like not one of those juices where you take away all the you know uh, all the stuff. No, no straining away all the good goodies out of the juice, you know. So. Uh, and uh, my lunch is typically vegetarian, some dal and some you know, quinoa because I made that shift from rice to quinoa. And I know my gut feels much better with quinoa than rice. I think it's, it's, I think a lot of people don't even think about gut health. I think gut health is a very important aspect of fitness, right? Because you can't just eat anything. So yeah, that happens. Uh, evening, I snack on something, old tooth bar or some nuts or some you know, cheese and crackers or whatever. So, um, and again, healthy cheese and crackers are you know one of those uh, baked crackers types. And dinner usually is some non-vegetarian. I mean, I love fish, so usually it's fish and some vegetables. And and she uh, you know keeps changing the diet, so you know it's like it's not very repetitive. So I don't even feel like I'm on a diet. The only uh, challenge is when you go out, right? Is when you can uh, slip up. Uh, and because of COVID, you know, not too much of going out is happening. Yeah, that's so, been sorted. <laughs> <laughs> that has been sorted. So I don't know how how I'll be able to stick on to all of this once uh, uh, this. But but between you or Seema, uh, is there anyone who's also doing the calorie and macros math, etc., or are you just sticking to good, clean food and everything takes care of itself? No, no, she does. Nutritionist uh, gives you. You know, she's given a portion size and all of that. So there is there is a weighing machine, uh, and uh, thankfully there's help at home, you know. So he's yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. So he's yeah. generally weighing. Uh, like I can't stress the importance of having that countertop weighing machine in the kitchen. It just changes the game. It it basically doesn't allow you to lie to yourself that this is how much you're eating. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is no doubt about it. Like we just launched Muesli's, and it's not a plug, guys. It's just saying that when we eat cereal. We just don't know how much we are having. We just put a hand in and pull out. I mean, I was shocked, dude. When you sent a muesli sample and you said, this much muesli sample is 200 cal. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, I mean, I was just remembering all the cereals I've eaten and how, yeah. right? As in your two spoons is 200 calories. I'm like, I mean. Yeah, it's, 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 that's why you hear so many people saying, oh, I've replaced my paranthas with cereal and yet I'm gaining weight because yeah. you're having 600 <laughs> calories first thing in the morning. Right. But that also reminds me last time during COVID, when we were having a chat, we were talking about intermittent fasting. And I know that at that time, at least you were quite into it. Is that still a thing? And, and are you using IF also? No, not. No. I mean, she, this, the dietitian is asking, asked me to do it on a Sunday. 
So she says, uh, why don't you have your uh, last meal early on a Saturday and have your first meal kind of, you know, like have a lunch on a Sunday. Uh, have at least do it once a, once a week types. Um, I mean, I'm finding it tough to do intermittent fasting on a continuous basis. I, I have done it before. I've done it for three months, four months. Uh, but right now, because there is, uh, I'm getting workouts almost twice. And the first thing in the morning when I get up is 5.30, I'm doing a workout. So if uh, I, I usually get up before workout, I'll have a little bit of peanut butter and uh, some coffee, right? Just because his workouts are intense. It's not like, uh, so, so yeah, so having some food in the body, it's, it's, it seems like, you know, I might even during the workout have a little bit of fruits or something like that just to, yeah. just to keep your energy up. So because of that workout schedule, I've not been able to do intermittent fasting. And on, what happens on Sunday though is Sunday morning is, is my, uh, there's a favorite darshini in Bangalore. So it's my idli day. You know? So, idli, you know, so I'm finding it very hard to let go of my idli, sambar and chutney on Sunday morning. So, uh, oh, and absolutely as it is, uh, IF once a week isn't even that effective right, right, and right. it's actually tougher right. because it takes two, three days of continuous IF to get into the zone. Right, right. Uh, so even I had left IF uh, these last few months, once gym had opened up, absolutely same thing that workouts became more strenuous, couldn't sustain IF, needed more food in the body. And now that I'm again trying to go back because there's a lockdown in Bombay, very tough. The last three days have been tough. Now I'm getting into the zone. So it takes a, uh, takes a while. Uh, but uh, you also spoke about uh, sleep. And uh, first of all, again, so happy to know, not happy, uh, sad that you also have trouble, but happy to know that <laughs> this is a common problem. <laughs> like yeah. I, especially during the lockdown, really struggled uh, with sleep because there was no end point to work. Work just kept happening and right. mind kept churning. But do you see a linkage between a good last meal in the day and what time you have it uh, with your ability to get good sleep? No, I think like, like I, I tried both, right? As in, I mean, I anyways have my dinner quite early now. But I, I've realized that uh, it's, it's got more to do with you know, keeping your mind at rest before getting to the bed. You know, I mean, you could have your food in the afternoon, but if you're still working at 10, in the night and suddenly at 10.30 you want to go sleep, I don't think he can sleep, you know, so it's, I mean, some people are like my younger brother, he can sleep anytime, anywhere. He like, you know, I'll be like, you'll be talking and I look like this and look back and he's sleeping. I'm like, dude, it's, you know, so how can you do it? Right? It so, is a superpower. Like I'm jealous yeah. of these people. It's a superpower. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't, you know, so, so, yeah, so one of the other things I've been doing over the last six months is I've been trying to learn, uh, I played guitar through my life, but I'm trying to learn Western classical. Uh, so I try to get like on half an hour, 40 minutes of it before sleep. Uh, like, you know, just to uh, kind of switch off types, you know, like uh, the last week, the last three, four days, you know, we had some issues at work and I've not been able to do it. And I'm not, I just, I haven't gotten sleep. You know, I mean, like I've been sleeping for three, four hours and that too not great sleep like today is actually like you know i'm trying to figure out what do i do tonight to sleep well you know so that's a vicious circle right when you have this tension in your head that sleep won't come it doesn't come because you're worried about it absolutely like you know like i'm like i like yesterday night you know when i was about to sleep i did all the things that i'm supposed to do to get good sleep and i i i'm like you know and i'm going to the bed and my head i'm like okay you know 
I've done check, 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 check these things. And then I sleep and I'm like, oh, no, I, you know what? I shouldn't think about work and this issue at all. And then suddenly I did. And I, you know, like my, I have a habit of, uh, you know, I use Google Keep quite a bit for making notes, right? And, and I take notes whenever that brainwave comes, right? So uh, then suddenly, you know, yesterday night also in the middle of the night, got up and I'm taking notes because I'm like, if I take notes, maybe I can go back to sleep because... <laughs> and then it's a there's so much related <laughs> happening right now that mind is churning all the night and after three hours of not getting sleep get up try and put all of it out into notes right. so that then the mind becomes empty and you can go back to oh my god this is yeah this no is but crazy. i think i think it's a it's a real problem because you could do everything else in life and you can't get you can't get sleep it's not worth it i mean you rather not work out and get good sleep versus you know, work out and not sleep, right? As in it, because sleep is, is actually the crux of the whole thing. So, um, so yeah, so I mean, I've, I've done a bunch of changes to, you know, get sleep. As, as in, I, I struggle, I've been struggling only for the last two, three days. Uh, but uh, but I, I also find that uh, for me, I found that there are two components. One is I need to be physically tired and hence workout while days are easier to get, like good workout days are easier to get sleep. And the second is, as you said, that switching off process. So for me, that is podcasts and especially the knowledge project, Shane Parrish, very soothing voice. I, I dripped <laughs> off to that podcast, but, but yeah, it's a real, uh, you know, the fun. problem for me with this podcast is suddenly like, you know, you get these business ideas, right? Ah, that's like, you know, like, Oh, you know what, dude, this is so smart, you know, so we should make a note. So I can't sleep on a podcast. <laughs> sure. And I've tried I tried quite hard. I can't sleep on a podcast. So I can sleep on music, you know, so like some soothing, nice music, is it? But you know, there's some... any of these uh, uh, calm or uh, this one, uh, my favorite. Apps. Yeah, the apps, yeah. Yeah. The meditation no. apps. I'm forgetting. The... I mean, through my life, I made fun of people who read self help books, okay? So, <laughs> so I'm like, you know, dude, I can't, I can't be funny, you know, I can't be getting on an app to put myself to sleep. I mean, I'll be like, like I've been thinking about it. Like I've been tempted to install one of these and see if it works or not. But I'm like, dude, this is there's gonna be hides in life if I need an app to sleep. You know, so it's. Uh... Yeah, I I again total relate, but this is again one of those things where maybe we don't publicly accept it, but uh, at least for meditation, like I think the only long term solve is meditation, and uh, and meditation getting started, especially with this monkey mind needs some help. At least yeah. I've given into that fact that I need some help to get started and remain on track with meditation because it's again one of those things. If you don't do it for like four years every day on the trot, which I still have not been able to achieve by a long shot, right. uh, it won't happen. Uh, but whenever I come out of a meditation period, it's mm. like I'm a new person. Like in 20 minutes, it's it, it shuts down the chatter and, and allows me to focus again. I am hoping that's another uh, sleep crack over the over a period of time. Hasn't happened yet. I also now can't but ask you this, right? You, you're spending an hour in the morning working out, then half an hour in the evening. You're also finding time to do your guitar, etc. Sometimes finding time for basketball. Uh, to all the other, you know, entrepreneurs, people who are working really hard at startups, which are such tough things to do. Uh, we all give ourselves this excuse, right? That these five years are just for work and building this and then I'll figure this out. You know, health can come later and I don't have the time for this. And you're spending two hours a day on this. How do you 
like justify it to yourself <laughs> do you have the chatter in your head that i could have been working and and is there a way that you've now come around to saying the that the roi on this activity is actually really really high yeah i mean some of what i say might not sound like you know i i know a lot of our friends so they might not like what i say but no but i think i think uh, you know building a business is like playing a sport right and uh, you know assuming you want to be a good footballer right and being a fit person is a very key part of that being a good footballer right as in you can't be slow tired lethargic and be a good footballer and i think uh, as a founder the fitter you are uh, like personally my view is that is that the fitter you are uh, your performance actually is better at work as well it's just like, you know i can i can last I, like i've done this for like zerola is 10 and a half almost 11 years old and it still feels like the first day for me you know i don't like, i'm not stressed or i'm not you know it's not like i i'm like i want to take a break for 3 months i mean those thoughts also haven't come you know so right and at the end of the day it's it's a grind right as in it's life's like a marathon and and if you keep yourself fit you're going to last you know the marathon uh, you know it's not like you're going to be sprinting one you know you, the first 4 kilometers you still have 36 more kilometers to run right i, I mean that's my view on life is saying that uh, keeping yourself healthy fit will mean that your odds of finishing this marathon well is much higher than sprinting for a few kilometers in between right and uh, so this is this has always been like on top of my priority and maybe like i said right maybe i was forced to it because of my wheezing and asthma issues that i had to go stay fit because otherwise you know uh, i i used to struggle uh, you know especially in in uh, bangalore is a horrible weather for people who have wheezing and asthma and all of that so uh, and uh, so yes yeah, so i'm i'm probably maybe that was what forced me to kind of constantly think about doing something to stay fit or sorts you know and i i have always found it fascinating how all fitness journeys people who are actually able to sustain it through life actually start with some adversity on the on the health front uh, and i now joke with friends who used to be really fit during our school days when i was 110 kgs and now they are getting all fat <laughs> that actually my unfitness was my blessing because you know now i remember that i never want to go back to Uh, uh to that mm. but uh, to a more philosophical point on that uh, you know i see this common thread across like most comedians are actually fat kids mm. uh and and most entrepreneurs at least the ones that i know have had some hardships early on etc uh, uh how do you think about that and more importantly this is not a fitness question just just a general life question that Uh, do you worry about the fact that your kids won't have that level of uh, drive because yeah. i mean so i i like ian is 6 years old now and um, uh he uh, i mean I, i i'm not pushing him to become fit or whatever but i've said i get him to do either 100 burpees or squats or pushups every day okay? and he's you know he's uh, he's quite pissed about me getting him to do it but uh, Uh, no but generally you know i think what like what happens i think you know when you have to force yourself to go to a gym to work out to stay fit right i think it's a because being in the gym lifting weights is a very boring activity like you know like personally i think the reason i have been able to manage being fit through 
my life is because I've been playing a sport that I like, right? You naturally automatically become fit, right? Because not everyone can get up and be motivated to go to a gym every day continuously for years and years. I mean, be on the same treadmill, go lift the same dumbbells. I mean, it's, it's going to get boring at some point of time, unless, you know, you're like one of those genetically gifted person who suddenly start looking so good because of, right? Once you start looking good right then, you know, vanity is going to get you there, right? As in, right? So, but a lot of people don't, aren't genetically blessed, especially Indians, right? As in, uh, we live too much, you know, and I mean, you, you do more cardio, you become so thin, the muscles disappear. I mean, it's just, we, we, I think we are probably the worst body type to, you know. Oh, absolutely. And if you're saying this after that pick, imagine what the other, <laughs> others like us go through. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I think, I think uh, like, you know, if I'm thinking of my son, I think, uh, my idea is to find him a sport that he loves doing. Uh, because if he, he, he picks up a sport that he loves doing, the fitness will automatically is part of any sport, right? As in it's a, it's a given. So, uh, the, the reason, you know, I've survived, as I said, is because of basketball, because of football, because of, uh, you know, swimming and stuff like that, right? As in, um, about, uh, see, I think it's, it's not like, see, there are a lot of great businessmen. Like, you know, Warren Buffett has Coca-Cola and, you know, and, and McDonald's every day, right? For, I don't know. 50, 60 years. It's not that you can't do that and, you know, and still build great businesses or become successful in life. But what I'm saying is by being healthy, I think being uh, fit, you know, you're like every day is actually, I think, better quality, uh, right? As in I, uh, when you eat clean, when you, uh, when you're working out, it's, uh, you have more energy through the day. And um, so I think the odds of succeeding I'd probably say is a little higher if you were, uh, and at the end of the day, you know, life is all about, you know, your odds of succeeding, right? You pick and choose things that will improve your odds of succeeding in life. So leading a healthy lifestyle improves your odds of succeeding in life. So people have an option, you either take it or not take it. And yeah. the other thing I realized is, you know, I think I've, I've, I have, you know, uh, I've seen, uh, my dad used to be very fit when he was younger. Right? And then he had this, like, 10, 15 year period where he lost track, right? And then now I can see, you know, how, because I think one thing is going to happen for sure on this planet is all our, you know, the, the more, like, you know, the age of whatever average age of death, you know, is, is going to keep extending, right? I think, I think by the time we are in our 60s, it will be some 85, 90, right? And, and I think your quality of life from 55 to 85 is going to be based on what you did from zero to 55, right? Or, or maybe more 30 to 55. So if you're really long-term thinking about health and I mean, about, about your lifestyles and et cetera, uh, um, you have to, I think you have to just be healthy and fit from as early as possible. Uh, and I think the, you're right. I also know one or two examples like the Warren Buffet ones in my personal life where these guys, it just doesn't affect them. But I think they're the exceptions that prove the rule. Most of the people I know actually get bogged down when they are unhealthy. And most of the entrepreneurial ones then start seeing it as a problem that they need to solve because it's an obstacle in the way of being as productive and efficient as they need to be. And the other thing that at least worries me a lot, especially on the thing that you said that our lifespans are going to go up and, and what we did in the first half of life will impact the quality of the second half of life is that if my brain is still running at 100 kmph, I don't want a body that can't keep up. Right. 
uh, at that time and and that investment needs to happen now it's a marathon there is no better uh, analogy uh, from multiple lenses uh, uh, that you know just day in and day out you need to do the work and do it over 20 years and and 90% of your competition will just fall off the tracks uh, uh, even if they were running faster uh, earlier on uh, two things i want to end with one is uh, uh, i see that famed framed jersey in the background uh, you sure. tell us that story what, what why is it framed oh no i mean that's that's messi's you know sign jersey ah. <laughs> so i, was, <laughs> so I, I allow i think messi is god as close to god as there is <laughs> so <laughs> okay and uh, and you'd said that there's a 15% body fat uh, target that's how are you progressing towards that 18.5 oh, <laughs> not so, bad how do you how do you measure you measure in on one of those biometric machine where yeah, you yeah i mean whatever you hold that i mean i don't know if it's is exactly right uh, but at least it's it's it shows you a trend yeah, yeah. it shows you the the trend if you want a really accurate picture get a dexa scan uh, i know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it'll be disappointing let me uh, <laughs> oh yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> because it it really goes and find the last strand of fat <laughs> so uh, no no i've been thinking about it uh, no I, I i've given myself time till august you know this year and uh, i'll i'll go in august and uh, see uh, no the the issue for me has been with all my fitness has been that uh, because of all the basketball i played when i was younger uh, and you know in, in india the basketball courts are concrete you know like those hard courts right and your my ankles and you know my knees are just like you know wear and tear is just quite quite a bit on that you know so so yeah so I, i'm not able to do a lot of cardio otherwise i would have just love to do you know actually i wanted to tell you that uh, i am uh, you are in very very august company with the basketball the last two books that i've read which is obama's autobiography and now i'm rereading the starbucks founders book both of them are huge on basketball like that's their <laughs> relief that's their sport so uh, very fittingly you're the next in line <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for doing this i think the idea was to give everyone a sneak peek into your fitness life and to and to you know reiterate this point that the the time spent on this both in terms of mind space as well as uh, time taken out for exercise is clearly a very high roi activity because it leads to unicorns being found uh, <laughs> and uh, it's been a pleasure as always thank you so much for doing this cheers thanks for having me on this session awesome often we forget that investing in yourself has a compounding effect in all areas of our lives thanks nitin for all the great insights and analogies If you like this episode don't forget to hit like and subscribe to our channel so we can continue making more of these and tell us who you'd like us to host next in the comments below ciao for now